T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles, both seven and seven football teams meet for a trip to the postseason. Ought to be outstanding. Home and home, radio.com. Sports original. We are brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Check them out. ZipRecruiter.com slash enter. They are the smartest way to hire. Should be an outstanding football game. Does either team deserve a home playoff game? Well, we'll debate that another time. But they debated This game coming up this weekend, this morning on WIP radio. You can listen to them anytime on the radio.com app this morning on the program, a Dallas Cowboys caller called in to boast about their team, but Eagles surely wasn't having it. Here's their back and forth from WIP. Come on. Where you been for last month? Angelo. I've been, I've been, I've been thinking Angelo. I've been hoping my Cowboys come around. Al, he's been thinking I for the last that. month. Yeah, he's been thinking. I've heard the cause of mine. I don't think you do much thinking. Hey, Angelo, I've been listening to all your shows. Trust me. Yeah. Every well, day. why did you never think to call me while your team was doing awful? You always pound me. You never let me on the radio when I call. I let you on now. I'm listening to you now. What do you, you want to say? Now it we got a big game coming up on Sunday. What are you feeling Angelo. right now, Lamont? I know. I got. It. I got. I got news for you, Angelo. It's not going to be happy next week. For you? For you or for us? For you guys. We're going to lose? Yeah, you see how we dismantled um, the Rams last night? Yeah. I was at at the Redskins game yesterday. If that boy would have caught the ball number 17, it would have been over with. All right, hold on, Lamont. I'm getting some bad feedback. I got to put somebody outside here who's not happy I just did this. Eagle Shirley. Shirley, you're not happy I put Lamont on? No, no, you do not get a chance to come on this station, and now you want to talk. Get him off. Don't nobody want to hear him, Angelo. We already get off the phone. You you hang up. Don't nobody want to hear nothing about you and your dad or Dallas fans. Angelo will hang you up. You got to get off the phone. No, listen, Shirley doesn't want you on. We do not want to hear from you. Not today. We got to get finished going through what we going through. He's nervous. He's nervous. I ain't nervous at all. Woo! It was heated this morning. Kevin Hagelin joining us 105 through the fan in Dallas. Kevin, good to see you, man. Dave Briggs, Ross Tucker, what's your message for Eagles Shirley ahead of this Eagles Cowboys matchup? I mean, Lamont is clearly right. We already destroyed the Eagles once, so what makes you think it won't happen again? That's right. Yeah, I get I mean- cocky after one win. No, but in all sincerity, Kevin, I, I've watched every snap the Eagles have played. You you should be embarrassed if you don't beat the Eagles next Sunday. You really should be. Well, that would be about par for the course for a few different times this Cowboys season, so I wouldn't rule anything out. What would it mean? Seriously, I mean, we, we talk about this all the time, and I'm sure you speculated it for hours and hours and hours on 105.3 The Fan. 
would that have to spell the end for Jason Garrett if they lose to the practice squad Eagles? Yes. And, and, uh, you know, it, it's really funny that people strictly focus on Jason Garrett. It's going to go so much beyond that is, you know, Chris Richard, a lot of people thought that was going to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And it was only a matter of time. You know, the shine is really off of him. Kellen Moore, will he stick around with a new regime? I don't know about that because you got to think people are going to, they're going to clean house. So it's, it's not just Garrett. There's going to be a lot of people and a lot of, quite frankly, a lot of players who might see their last game with this team too. So, Kevin, I, I saw this morning where Troy Aikman said the Cowboys are the team that nobody in the NFC wants to play when they're playing like they did yesterday. Do you believe that? Uh, I mean, I do, but that is a gigantic caveat because – how, how long have you seen the Cowboys – like, the Cowboys have not strung together consecutive performances like that since the first three weeks of the season. And the obvious argument can be made that those were against three of the worst teams in the NFL. So Troy Aikman is right, but that is a gigantic caveat, like I said, because how often does this team play like that? Not very. What was the last time? The, the Eagles game? And that's about it over the last 11 weeks. How do you account for a team – that can lose to the Jets and not just beat the Rams, but obliterate them. 475 yards total offense, 263 on the ground. How in the world would you explain that to someone that doesn't watch them each and every week? It's going to be a word that has driven Cowboys fans insane all year. And it's Jason Garrett's favorite word. It is execution because like, I know people are focused on the offensive part of it, and I absolutely get that. But don't forget, one of the reasons that the offense was able to break it open, especially by focusing on the ground game, is that the defense was shutting it down. Like, so often the Cowboys have kind of had to move off of the run game because they fell behind in the pass, 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 which kind of led to some of their inflated offensive numbers. But the fact that the defense stopped missing so many tackles and shut it down – I think that's what really sparked this team. And there's nothing to explain that besides execution, which is a word I usually hate hearing all year. But yesterday, eh, fair. All right. So here's my question as it relates to Jason Garrett. I know we've asked you this before. I think most people presume that he's done after this year. What do you think the Cowboys need to accomplish for him to get a contract extension and to stay in Dallas? Do they have to get to the Super Bowl or would an NFC championship game appearance be enough in your mind? I think, you know, I actually might be in the minority in this as this season has gone along. I, but I, I, I felt the same way all along. It's the NFC championship game. The Cowboys have not been to an NFC championship game in 24 years, which is crazy when you think about it because of the first 30, they were in half of them. And then they haven't been to one since then. So I think if you get there, look, the thing that people dismiss too easily is they're like, oh, Jason Garrett's not good at coaching, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's awesome. That None of that matters. What does Jerry Jones think? Jerry Jones loves Jason Garrett, and he wants to get credit for Jason Garrett-led Cowboys team making it eventually to the Super Bowl. So if they get to the NFC Championship game, people could complain all they like, but I think he's going to stick around. So 
yesterday was a, a typical Cowboys credit blame situation. Before the game, they have the coin toss thing and defer gate, whatever you want to call it. And we'll get your thoughts on that. But everyone's blaming Jason Garrett. Then you hear the audio and you hear Dak say defer. So you're like, ah, he must have told him to defer. And Dak kind of screwed that up. And But still, everybody's roasting Jason Garrett on social media. Then after the game, the Cowboys blow him out and they win by a lot. Not one person gives Jason Garrett one shred, one iota of credit. Why has he become the punching bag? Why is he social media fodder? Why does he get all of the blame but none of the credit? I think the logical answer there is because he's the most visible, changeable piece, right? Because I mean, people can blame Jerry, Stephen, all they want. It makes no difference because that's not a changeable piece, you know? Like, if you're looking at it as an equation, those are your constants, and they're never going to change. And the number one, the highest profile variable is Jason Garrett. I think you see a lot of the same thing with Dak Prescott is, you know, he gets blame— Maybe that's changed a little bit this year, but he gets a lot of blame when things go poorly and then things go well yesterday. Well, the running game looked good. It's Zeke, it's Zeke, it's the offensive line. So I think it's kind of similar. Is Those are the two highest profile changeable things. And you hear the same thing when it comes to who gets credit for Dak because – you know, when Dak does poorly, people are like, oh, I thought Garrett was supposed to be some quarterback guru. But when Dak does well, they're like, oh, it was, you know, Wade Wilson back in the day. It was Kellen Moore now. Like, people don't give him credit for anything. So you're right about that. It was almost a lot of blame to Dak Prescott on Defergate. Uh, for those that didn't see the game, it was almost the situation that the Cowboys kicked off to start the first and the second half. From your perspective, what exactly happened, and did the NFL do the right thing? I think the NFL absolutely did the right thing. I just, I, I kind of felt like it was a referee sort of trying to get his shine on and get his spotlight because. I mean, you heard the audio, like he clearly said defer, but even if he doesn't, like, do you really think an NFL team wants to kick off in the first half and the second half? And so he didn't say you want to kick in both halves or anything like that. He goes, kick? Okay. So like, I mean, it's one of those things where you just take it for granted. The ref knows what he means. And how are you not going to clarify in that situation? You're like, Ooh, I gotcha. Cause you didn't say the exact right word. Come on, dude. Nobody's here to see you. Last question for me, Kev. You know, I, I'm going to do a lot of Philly radio, Philly media this week. And I think the Cowboys are significantly better than the Eagles right now. But my argument, my shot for the Eagles will be back-to-back -back weeks. Carson Wentz has led them from behind on a game-winning fourth-quarter drive. Meanwhile... The Cowboys really haven't won a close game all year. I mean, if you want to try to count that Driscoll-Detroit game, I don't know if you, know if you count that as a quote-unquote close game. So my argument will be that if it's a close game, the Eagles can win because the Cowboys can't win close games. Is that fair in your mind? 
Um, you know, my argument would be they can't win close games against quality teams, whether it's the Saints, the Packers, the Vikings, and unfortunately, not to give you fodder to rile up the Philadelphia fans, but they're not playing a quality team. Look, if you want to say that the Cowboys aren't a quality team, well, that's kind of tough to argue against at certain points. But the Eagles are not a good team, and that's why I think that the Cowboys win, even if it's close, because they ain't the Vikings, they're sure not the Saints, and they're definitely not the Packers either. This is not a particularly good Eagles team. So I understand the close game argument, but I don't necessarily feel it applies here. Kevin Hagelin, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Good to talk to you, my friend. We'll talk to you later in the week about this big matchup. We won! Woo! Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 